Hey everyone, welcome to With Love Alexa. I'm your host, Alexa. This is our very first podcast, and I'm looking really forward to seeing our adventure together. Um, this podcast is going to be anywhere from raising awareness on chronic pain to helping um, others be their own advocate and also following your dreams and self-empowerment. It's a little bit of everything, but it goes together. Um, my goal is to start having guests on, so it's not just me you're hearing. Anyway, so this episode is going to be basically like my story, um, how I came to do the podcast and what I've been through the last few years. Um, it started in 2016. I had graduated from Michigan State, your normal 21-year-old who basically had life at the palm of her hand. Um, I decided to go out of town for a couple weeks to visit family in Las Vegas. And in the middle of our trip, on our way home from dinner one night, we were driving and on, when we went on a green and a lady came and T-boned us going 60 miles an hour on my door, which was your rear passenger. I hit my head really hard on the window and my head kind of went the other way, so creating like a whiplash. Um, it was so scary, and we were basically pushed 40 feet and almost hit um, a gas station concrete sign. It was terrifying. Um, I didn't really know what was going on. I luckily that I know of never passed out or anything. Um, the EMS came and checked us out. At the time, they said I was okay. I was okay. I passed the test. Um, I just had a headache where I hit my head. So the next few days I started to, I still just didn't feel right. I was nauseous and dizzy. My head just was like all over the place. And I, we went to a doctor who first diagnosed me with a sinus infection. And I'm thinking that's kind of strange being, it should be the, you would think it was a concussion or something because I had basically most of the symptoms. He said it could have been starting before, and from the impact of hitting my head, it could have triggered the symptoms. And I also had um, like whiplash. I had testing done there, and everything came back clear, which was great. And I went home like a week later, and with that, I like started going to see my doctors for like a checkup because um, I just wasn't feeling good. They told me that they sent me to a chiropractor for my neck and a massage therapist and also said some of it could be the not feeling good, the dizzy could be depression. So I kind of, they're experts, I just believe them. And I was depressed, I was sad um, about the whole thing and I wasn't able to work for a good month. So that was kind of all coming together. Um, about a month in, I, was, I actually got a job with my dream job with an event planner where I was able to work there for about six months. In that time, I started to get worse to a point I had to go to a neurologist and they told me that I did have a concussion. And it was four months post um, the accident that I found out. Um, I try, started going to different, like a physical therapy um, I tried a lot of different medications. The medications basically made my side more worse side effects than they helped. 
So I kept going through. I met different with different pain doctors to try and help. They did a little bit here and there, and then they just pretty much gave up. Um, one of the worst doctors I ever had basically told me that it was in my head and that I'm a normal, healthy girl and I should live that way. But how do you live a normal, healthy life when you're in pain every day, on the floor sobbing, having seizure-like symptoms, and just not even being able to work? I had a neuropsych test. It showed I probably lost a couple IQ points from hitting my head. Um, I was on the dean's list when I graduated. I had a 3-6. The people there kind of looked at me like, seriously? And that's all from a head injury. So when this doctor was telling me that I'm a normal, healthy girl, and that he basically said in other words that I'm like a, it's like a guy that or an older person that has chronic back pain, and if they want to get out of the dishes, oh, then maybe their back will hurt a little bit more. I'm sorry, I'm 22 years old. Who wants that? <laughs> Who wants to have that in their life at that age or at any age? I, I certainly don't. Um, so I stopped seeing that doctor, and I waited a little longer, had a couple more tests. And eventually, a year to the day, I was diagnosed with central pain syndrome. Central pain syndrome is a a chronic pain due to um, damage to your brain, brain, summer spine. A lot of stroke patients get it. Um, anyone with like neuro issues, like with MS, epilepsy, anything like that can get it. Um, disc issues. It was a blessing and a curse to be diagnosed. It was nice to know that I wasn't crazy. It wasn't in my head. But it was also nice to know, or but then it was scary too, because now this is where the trial and error started. Because just because I know what it is doesn't mean we can get rid of it. And I was on all these different medications. I went through different treatments like lidocaine injections, and nothing really seemed to work. And I'd just be burning on end. My legs burn on the inside. It feels like you get of the flu slash got hit by a back truck and it was just it's been a really hard couple of years and I thankfully had some of the most amazing support team with my parents my friends my boyfriend and my some of my family like everyone just was really there for me and no one ever made me feel like I was worthless or like I was just not a person and that I was making it all up. One of the worst symptoms I had was I had these spasm, full body spasms that happened a home, at home a lot, but I would sometimes happen out in public, like at Little Caesars Arena on the floor and also on um, in stores. I've had them. Um, they looked like seizures. Um, but they weren't. They were just like full body spasms. And I was able to go to a doctor to help me to see what exactly they were at the time because we really didn't know. And he did a couple tests and he kind of, in a way, brought one on. He had me do a test and it brought a spasm on. 
and he sat with me and my mom for an hour just talking, explaining everything. And he said, it's not in your head, but it's your brain doing it. I had no control over it. It was like almost like my brain was so jumbled that I had no idea what was going on, that it was almost like all the emotions I've had, like like PTSD was just kind of coming out in these crazy spasms. But the most important thing he said to me is, it's not you. You aren't doing it to yourself. You're not doing it for attention. It's your signals in your brain. And that made me feel really good. And over time, I was able to eventually get them to stop completely. And I've been a year free, maybe even a year and a half already, um, which is was so incredible because it hurts so bad, those spasms. Like, I'm on the floor or the bed, and it hits really hard. And you would feel bruised everywhere. So, but the one thing about central pain that can be really hard is you never really know what's going to hit when. I have my constant leg burning and my neck issues in my head, but then I'll get random symptoms like in my wrist. I'll have a, like, I'll, my wrist will hurt for days, and then all of a sudden it just kind of stops, and maybe then I have pelvic issues now. And it's just, it's hard to sometimes know if something that's hurting is, like, an injury or if it's through, the, if my central pain is just doing it. The nerves are so electrified that it hurts for when people touch me. It hurts the shower. It feels like razors on my back. The Just everything is just so uncomfortable. And even plugging things in, I've been electrocuted before, where it literally goes up my arm. So what the moral of the story, and I'm working through this day, day in day, and I realize is I'm not a victim, but a warrior. And that's kind of what I want this podcast to show is that people that are dealing with chronic pain or mental health or anything invisible even, we're not just making it up. We're hurting and maybe we're just trying not to show it because we don't want to complain constantly. And with all the complaining, it sometimes will make you lose people around you and it's hard it's like you don't you need that middle ground another thing um since being like diagnosed and just going through everything i have this saying is be forever strong and that's kind of like my brand my blog i think it's so important because we are all strong in different ways and with everything going on you just need to pick yourself up and you can do it you're you're strong and sometimes you feel like you're you're down and maybe life just isn't there for you but you just have to use that inner strength that deep down strength and pull it up because it is it is worth it and you just need to know like the people around you they want you here there's been times not working that I felt this guilt. I felt like I was just stuck and worthless because I wasn't bringing money in. 
And I just felt like, how can I not work at 22 for the rest of my life? As time went on, I was able to start a part-time job, and I'm so lucky to have the bosses I do because it's a it's a basically a work from home job part time so it's like perfect i pick my hours and it's something i love it's still in the wedding industry even though i'm no longer an event planner and had wanted to for so long but i'm still in the wedding industry with a do it yourself wedding videography company and it's been great it's fun and it kind of gets me out of my head and it also helps me to pick up this other, the other things I want. Like in this time, I have published two novels, a series called With Love series, and it's With Love Ella and Daniel Ever After, which can be found on Amazon. And also I started this, the blog, Be Forever Strong, to kind of just raise awareness for chronic pain, for mental health, just for people that they need to advocate for themselves, and it's hard. Sometimes we can't. And it's okay, but that's why you have people like us that understand, that want to advocate for you. And I'm just really excited to see where this future goes. Um, I'll probably always have this illness unless there's some cure one day, which would be amazing. But if not, I'm learning every day to live with it. I'm learning how to hang out with my friends and do things things normal 25, now 25 year olds do. And I think I've become a way stronger version of myself than I ever thought I would. So I hope you guys enjoy this podcast. Um, I'd love to hear your thoughts. If you guys have questions or if you have a story, always feel free to email us. And I'm really looking forward to this journey with you, and I hope everyone continues to be forever strong.